Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book Let's Talk Culture by Shane Hatton. Keep listening to find out about the conversation before the conversation. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading and do the reading so you don't have to. This week I am talking about the book Let's Talk Culture. It is a brand new book. It only came out last week, which I'm going to get wrong because I'm recording this actually the week before. So it's actually coming out next week. But by the time you hear this, it will have come out last week, unless you're hearing this far in the future in which it came out. I don't know, some point in April 2022. So that's when it came out. Okay, that's all you need to know. That's the important thing. I am going to, or have been to, by the time you listen to this, the book launch that Shane's running here in Nam in Melbourne, which I'm very much looking forward to. And I very much enjoyed, I'm sure, by the time, again, you listen to this. Oh dear, I need to just like pick a time zone to live in or a time frame to live in and, and stay there. But anyway, this is where we are. Look, the important disclosure here, this book I had a very, very tiny input to. I wrote a little blurb thing for it a little praise thing for it which is in the front cover but also I know Shane personally and he is a top bloke and I had a look at one of the previous versions of this book and gave a little bit of feedback from a reader's perspective as well so look I've got a slight bias towards the the enjoyment of this book but of course the three big ideas are still the three big ideas regardless of what involvement I did or did not have, albeit very small, into a book. So rest assured, the three big ideas are not in any way conflicted in this episode. So there we go. I feel like I've got, I've got my terms and conditions out of the way on this one. Right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Shane. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the book. And then we'll get into the three big ideas about the book on a topic that is very close to my heart around culture. A little bit about the book. Packed with research-based insights from Australia's leading workplaces, Let's Talk Culture is the how-to guide for people leaders who want to shape a world-class team culture by design. Successful leaders and organisations know that culture is the unseen advantage of a world-class teams, but can it be influenced? And what role do managers really play in building and shaping it? Author and expert in leader communication, Shane Michael Hatton, says the research suggests it can be influenced and that people leaders play a crucial role, but it all starts with effective communication. Based on extensive research with people leaders on the ground, Let's Talk Culture reveals the five practical conversations people leaders need to have to design a world-class team culture within their organisation. An easy and to understand guide for future culture champions, this book will give you the tools to build a team that attracts and retains your top talent, confidently addresses cultural inconsistencies in the workplace and meaningfully rewards the behaviours that strengthen your team culture. And that's taken from the Major Street website, friends of mine as well, who are the publishers of this book. A link to that is in the show notes. A little bit about Shane. Shane Michael Hatton is an expert in leader communication, blending his experience in business and psychology to help leaders communicate, connect and collaborate more effectively in order to bring out the best in those they lead. As a speaker, coach and trainer, Shane has partnered with well-known and loved businesses across the public, private and not-for-profit sectors. He's a Gallup certified strengths coach and the author of Lead the Room, Communicate a Message that Counts in Moments that Matter. That's taken from the back of the book, which I will put the text to in the show notes. By the way, if you do recognise Shane's name, it's because I have previously talked about his book, Lead the Room which is about communication in, in a leadership capacity. So that might be what you're familiar with. I'll pop a link to that also in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to that episode or book reference as well. Now, one thing that's really important, I think, to note in this book, a couple of things actually, and the reason I 
said to Shane that I would have a look at some of the content as well when you know, when he was in the production or the writing process for this was because I was really interested in the primary research that he worked with a research organisation to do for this book, partly because it was Australian based. And I think that's something we don't always see a lot of primary research done. A lot of the research we see in books is largely American based, largely because a lot of the authors are also Americans. So that will make sense. So it's great to have primary research done in Australia, but also that the similarly that the case studies and examples that he used are also from Australian businesses. Again, stuff that we don't always see in a lot of books, particularly where primary research has been done in that area as well. So that was something I was particularly interested in and have tagged and bookmarked a couple of the pages to go back to, particularly with some of the stats around people leader thoughts and behaviours and beliefs around culture and their impact on culture. So people leaders in this I suppose in the in the context of this book, they're talking really about middle managers, you know, which is probably but people leaders probably a bit of a nicer title where people are leading others, but they also have more senior leaders above them as well. So people leaders is the kind of catch all term that this book uses and that I'll use throughout this book for that purpose. All right, with all of that said, let's get into the three big ideas from the book Let's Talk Culture by Shane Hatton. Big idea number one, what is culture? Well, I think this is a good place to start because it is hard to define. And most, actually two thirds of managers were confident that they could define culture. But when they were actually asked to do so, their definitions were pretty vague and generic or just actually taken straight from Google. One of the things they did find in doing the research is there was a couple of or four different commonalities around the culture definitions that they did get. Number one, there is a collective element. It is a shared experience and you know, that, that doesn't probably doesn't surprise anyone that it is this shared collective thing that we experience. The second common theme is that there is an unseen element. It is a bit abstract, it is intangible, it is unseen and therefore it's hard to measure and obviously then describe. However, the third thing is that there is an observable element. There is an observable impact in terms of not just the the inputs, the behaviours and the practices and things, but there is also there is an observable outcome as well as a result of culture. And then the fourth commonality is that there is a social learning element, that culture is learnt and it is dynamic. And we can see that how different things, different changes in the system, for example, can change and adapt the culture that it exists within as well. We've all seen that as well. A new leader comes in, there's a new strategy, something happens in an external perspective that that can either make or break or change a culture in an organisation or a team. So there's a group of leaders who are in the book, they're referenced as the 11% who seem to have a stronger grasp of culture. And there was 11 things that this particular 11% knew were true about culture. They knew it could be influenced. They knew it was the little things. They knew it wasn't static. They knew it needs a leader. They knew it was key to success, that it needs trust, transparency and learning, that it needs clarity, that it can be challenged, that it takes time, that training pays off and that it shifts performance. And this 11% of leaders were the ones who not just had a really strong grasp of culture, but seemed to have a better understanding of their impact or their role in culture as well. So that's big idea number one, what is culture? Big idea number two is communication is culture. So many culture issues are made or broken by the quality of communication. This probably isn't surprising. This is one of the findings given Shane's background and his interest and his previous book, which was all about communication. When we communicate well, though, we can resolve all sorts of issues. And we know that from our own experience at both in a workplace, but also in other relationships or situations and contexts we find ourselves in as well. Shane says that culture has three challenges, the definition, the what, the leadership, the who, and the skills required or the how. Half of the people leaders in the study told the researchers that they somewhat or strongly agreed that culture is not something that can be influenced. 
that is, I think, incredibly worrying that you've got half of the people leaders in organisations around the country feeling that they cannot or that there is no way of influencing culture, that it is happening around them and they are just passengers along that ride. It, it's, I find that very frustrating as well, as you can maybe tell. But it's, that's incorrect. Culture needs intent and it needs strategy. And you need to create everyday conversations that build culture. Shane says that there's five elements or characteristics to those conversations that are needed to be had on a regular basis around culture. You need trust, you need vulnerability, empathy, curiosity, and safety. And your role as a leader is to build those and role model those in order for culture conversations to happen. So that's big idea number two, communication is culture. Finally, big idea number three is the culture conversations. Mentioned in the blurb that there was five different conversations that you need to have in order to build, maintain, adapt, change, influence a culture in an organization. And with communication at the core, which was obviously big idea number two, there are some key conversations you need to have. The first one is the expectation conversation. It's all about naming it, making the unspoken spoken. Big idea number two is the clarification conversation. It's making the invisible observable. So bringing those things to life. What, is, what are the behaviors that you would see, you would experience, you would do yourself or maybe not do yourself that therefore contribute or maybe even diminish the culture? Conversation number three is the communication conversation. We need to give it a language, share stories. Communication conversation, it's got a bit of a tongue, tongue twister there. The communication conversation is around creating that shared language in an organization that you know that maybe you can just say one or two words and people will immediately know what it is you're meaning, what behavior they should or shouldn't be doing more of or less of, for example, and then sharing stories that then bring that to life. The conversation number four is the confrontation conversation. It's having feedback conversations in a really healthy, productive, constructive way and doing that well so that people know where the guardrails are, what is important, what matters and what is also to be avoided. And then finally, the fifth conversation that we need to have in culture conversations is celebration. Calling out the good stuff, using that to inform those stories and helping people to see what good looks like. Again, some of these things that we're just really not good at in organizations because there's not the discipline, there's not the structure, there's not the feedback loops for this to happen. It's not built into the way of working. So that's big idea number three, the culture conversations, expectation, clarification, communication, confrontation and celebration. So there we go, three big ideas from the book Let's Talk Culture by Shane Hatton. Big idea number one, what is culture? Big idea number two, communication is culture. And big idea number three, the culture conversations. There is also, I couldn't quite fit it into the three big ideas, but there is a section at the back of the book, which I like the most, which is how to not build a cult. Because <laughs> there is obviously a slightly fine and sometimes grey line between building a really healthy, structured, intentional culture and building a cult by accident, which you hopefully don't want to do. There is obviously, you'd hope, a difference there in terms of hopefully when accidentally build a cult, it does take a little bit of probably malicious intent to do that. So hopefully that's not something you need, but a good reminder just in case you're uh, you're wondering if you've built a cult or not, or you're part, or maybe that you're part of one. One of the other things I appreciate in the book, which if I think back to when I was leading teams and having to think about you know, my impact in culture as well, is some of the action steps. So each of them, each of the sections are broken down into remember this, try this and work towards this. So if you are a people leader, picking this up, flicking to one of the chapters, popping to the end where you've got these nice gray boxes that call out some of the actions, you can then start thinking about how to put this into practice. And I think that's a really fine balance. So if I think about last week's book, for example, it's quite 
handy that I've done these two together. It's almost like I planned it. The Mastering Community book, there was so many different examples in there of different cultures and things. And I love that because I could read those all day and enjoy those all day. But it wasn't super useful in terms of some of the, what can I do as a, as a manager, as a leader to influence culture and build it. This one's much more the, the nitty gritty of what you can do in an organization on a daily basis to elevate the conversations, have different conversations, give feedback, whatever it is to influence and be part of building maintaining adjusting a culture in the place you're working so there we go if you have read this book which is brand new well done if you have read this book already if you've read this book or when you've read this book I'd love to hear from you let you know let me know what you thought you can contact me on all the usual places instagram at steph's biz bookshelf that's b-i-z or b-i-z in the middle at Steph's Biz Bookshelf, or hop on over to LinkedIn, where I spend quite a lot of time as well, which is just Steph Clark, and Clark with an E on the end. Links to all of those are in the show notes, so you can go over there and click the links and easily find me that way. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.